Hello and welcome to the first episode of our new podcast called The Poke Minute. It is about, you probably guessed it by the title, Pokemon and everything Pokemon related. We are going to give a synopsis of this week's episode of Pokemon Sun and Moon. We are also going to do a roundtable discussion with whatever guests are on the show. And we will be doing a uh, Poke Closing, which basically we will talk about a Pokemon and whatever Pokemon show up to discuss will also be here with us. So as I'm saying us, it will be myself as one of the main hosts. I am Ray. I have been playing Pokemon since it first came out, but I took a long break after uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, and then I didn't play until Black and White came out. Um, I will also be hosted with my daughter. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Ami, and I like wild-type Pokemon. And what is your Pokemon experience? I What's that? What's that? What kind of experience do you have with Pokemon? When did you start watching it? What have you seen? What did, What do you do? Um, we started watching it just by one episode, and we liked it. So, did you start with the original? Uh, original first episode. Yeah, and then you watched all of season one and season two. No, we didn't. We just stopped wherever because I must started watching X Y. Oh, so then you guys jumped to X and Y. But first, who is this other person you're talking about? Huh? Emma? Yeah. Emma is my little sister that played the role of Poo-Poo. <laughs> well, Emma is the third host in the show. Emma, introduce yourself a little bit. I'm going to... Uh, my name's Emma, and I'm going to play as Poo-Poo today. And my favorite type is fairy type. Well, that is great, Emma. And as she sort of hinted at, she will play the part of her favorite Pokemon possibly later on in the episode. But first, we are going to be doing the Pokemon Sun and Moon Rundown. The Sun and Moon Rundown, we're basically going to give a synopsis of what happened in this week's episode. And it'll be based on the Japanese anime because the girls are half Japanese and they watch it when it first comes out. Um, to avoid any spoilers, what we will do is we will play a tone of music so you know when to stop listening and where to fast forward because another tone will start when we are done discussing the episode. With that, are you guys ready to talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon? This first episode, because we are 17 episodes behind, it's going to be a lot of catching up. So it might be a little bit longer than our normal plot synopsis of what happened. But with that said, you girls ready to talk about Sun and Moon? Yes! No. Okay, well, Emma, you can just sit there and listen, all right? And with that, here it goes. Now it's time for the Sun and Moon Rundown. So, Ami, it has been 17 episodes in. Why, I, I guess the biggest question is, why is Ash now in the Alola region? Well, um, Ash's mom has Mr. Mine, right? So he got a ticket to go to there. And then he just wanted to stay there. That's how. That's how. And he brought an egg with him. Okay, so basically what happened after X, Y, and Z is that uh, Ash went back home and his mom went shopping with Mr. Mime and Mr. Mime basically won free airplane tickets to the, to the Alola region, correct? Yes. And once there, Ash was having so much fun, he decided to stay. How is he staying there? He was staying 
at Professor Kukui's. Ah, so Professor Kukui is the professor on the Alola region, just like Professor Oak was in the uh, original series, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. And he's basically staying with him to go to school and learn about the Pokemon of the Alola region? Yes. Well, how is he learning about the Pokemon in the Alola region? Is he just exploring on his own, or...? He's exploring at school. Ah, so he's going to school since Ash is 10 years old. It kind of makes sense that he would be in school, huh? Mm-hmm, and it's Pokemon school. Ah, okay. So the first couple episodes is basically Ash learning the Alola region, right? Mm, yeah. And what is special about the Alola region compared to, say, like X and Y or um, black and white or whatever? There's special Pokemon, like... A white Vulpix that's ice type and like a longer execute that's dragon type. I didn't know the dragon, the, the execute was dragon type. I just thought it was like a, a grass psychic type. Mm-mm, it was dragon. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I know there's um, Alola versions of Raticate. So there's Alola versions of the standard Pokemon from like Gen 1, Gen 2, various other things. Yeah, like, there's just a little, like Snowdax, there's sometimes Snowdax, Ice Snowdax. Okay, and then, I mean, just like any other Pokemon franchise, whenever he gets to a new region, there's tons of new types of Pokemon. Um, what else is special about the Alola region? Isn't he, uh, some kind of new special moves? Oh, like Z-moves? Yeah, how did he learn about Z-moves? Is it just something he stumbled upon, or did he learn that in school? He learned that at school by somebody. He he had it on and he used it during battle. Ah, so he has classmates then, huh? Mm-hmm. And the classmates go on adventures with him? What are the names of his classmates? And tell me what um, what type they are or what kind of special traits that his, his classmates have. Emma, you want to talk about this one? Come over here. There is Liddy. Uh, we don't really, there's Lily. She, we don't know what type she is, but we think she will be an ice type. And why do you think that? I know Lily has some interesting personality traits. What what doesn't Lily like? It's like getting, she doesn't like getting dirty. Doesn't she get freaked out if Pokemon touch her? And then there's a whole couple episodes that sort of break her fear of that by she gets an egg, right? Mm-hmm. And she has to take care of the egg. And then some, uh, I forget the name of the Pokemon. What is it? Lola reason Pokemon. That's Volpix. That's an ice-type Pokemon. Oh, that's what hatches from the egg. And that is her Pokemon then. But there's these um, like dark lizards, right? Dark poison-type lizards that attack it. Yeah. It's trying to. It's only one. Okay. 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 So you know about Lily. Who else is in class with him? Okay. So there is uh, his classmates. He has a grass type trainer, a water type trainer, and a fire type trainer. Ah, and then there's that electric kid too with the little. Oh yeah. Togedenomaru. Uh, Togedenomaru. And that's the Japanese name for the little lightning hamster looking kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing is cute. So out of the new starters, there's three new starters, of course, a water, a grass, and a fire type. 
in his class, the water girl has the new water type Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. 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 And then Ash, does he have one of the new starters? He has Growlithe. Ah, Growlithe, the little owl who likes to sleep a lot, right? And his backpack, but nobody has the fire type. Ah, and the fire type is the kitten who kind of causes some mischief around the island, right? Like Nibby. That's Nibby. Yeah, and he kind of, he doesn't have a trainer yet. So we know Ash has Growlithe, but what other Alola regions has he caught so far? Um, I forgot his name. Mm, do you want to ask Emma? Okay. All right, Emma, you seem pretty excited. Who's the other, uh, the other Pokemon that Ash has from the Alola region? It's a little dog, right? It's a little dog, and it's rock type. You know that one? It's it, You think it's Kukui's, but it's really not Kukui's. It is Iwanko. Iwanko. That is his name. That is right. His name is Iwanko. And Ash just caught him, like, maybe two episodes ago. So basically, the rundown of the, the series so far is Ash goes to the Alola region. He enrolls in school there. One of the professors takes him under his wing and shows him the new stuff that happens in the Alola range. It teaches them about Z-moves, teaches them about the bracelet, teaches them about the different gems that they get to do different types of Z-moves. And additionally, he learns about the spirit guardians of each island, right? Mm-hmm. And what are they called? Kapkokiko. The Kapkokiko. Yeah, that's right. And they're the ones that sort of protect the Pokemon of the island and give individuals the Z-move, right? The The... The charms, or how how do they fall into the story? No, they fall into the story like um, if they like people, they give them special gifts. But Ash got lucky, so they he got a G move crystal and a bracelet. Ah, okay. So the special guardians, if they think that you're going to be a good trainer, or if they just like you in general, they'll give you a special gift. Um, on this. In each of the Pokemon franchise, there's usually a protagonist. Do you know what a protagonist is? No. Bad guys. So who in this one are the bad guys? It's like ba- black people, and they like make promises that they don't come out really. The team Skull, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And what else? I know in every Pokemon since to this date, there's always been... Three individuals that are always causing trouble. Team Rocket. They're still in every episode. Ah, does Tim, Team Rocket have any new Pokemon to help them out? Yeah, they have Mimic. Mm, that's No, 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 wait. Um, like it's a sea monster, and it's like poison type. Water poison type. Ah, and what about... they? I know in every episode they would blast off. What about mm, Sun and Moon? I know its name. It's Hidoide. And he they don't get blasted off anymore. They get carried away by a t- panda. He's pretty cute looking and he's really strong, right? <coughs> yes. And he always force feeds them sweets? Yes. <laughs> so that's a quick kind of rundown of what's going on in Sun and Moon so far. The last episode, what happened in the last episode? I know it has to do with um, Z-moves and someone possibly stealing one. No, it's not someone stealing one. They were playing outside, and Ash put his 
pistol somewhere. We don't know where it is. And Wetham has a wig that we're, uh, they were watching TV, so... Hold on, time out. We didn't even talk about Rotom. Oh, yeah. In the Alola region, there is a special Pokédex that Ash has. It's not the standard Pokédex that he pulls out and scans the Pokémon in battle. It is actually a Rotom. The Rotom basically goes into the Pokédex, and then he has a follower that he can talk to and sort of a buddy on his journey, even when he's sort of by himself, right? Mm-hmm. He follows and then do stuff with him. He talks about the Pokemon. So he just moves around and tells him about it and takes pictures of him. Cool. So basically you were saying he uh, put his bracelet down and Rotom saw it was missing? Mm-hmm. Well, Ash saw it's missing. So the fire type trainer does have one. So if um, he knows about it, it's the end of the world, he thinks. So Rotom and Pikachu goes finding for a um for a like a video for from yesterday, and when they were like training, the Ash was using it, and then they were going f- for that. And while they were looking for it, Iwanko coin Ass well Ass gave um. He walked with the smell of the G-Crystal, and he, she was sniffing around. And then the fire-type trainer looked at him, and it was almost it. But it wasn't. Okay, so did they end up finding the Z-Crystal? Mm-hmm. Who had it? Was it just in the sand somewhere? No. It was... Wartom! So Rotom took the Z-Crystal? What was he doing with it? He didn't do anything with it. He had it in his hair. <laughs> oh, it was stuck in his hair. He didn't... So no one stole it at all. Just the crystal somehow got stuck in, in Rotom's hair. Well, it's on top of his head. Yeah, he's a he's a piece of plastic. Um. Yeah, but I know how it got in his hair. <laughs> his wig down to tell us something, and it was on... It, it was on the crystal, and he just picked it up, and it was in his hair. <laughs> oh, so he was wearing a fake wig, like he was wearing fake hair? Mm-hmm. Ah, I get it, I get it now, because I didn't watch that episode at all. I've watched a lot of them with you guys, but the last one I didn't catch. You guys watched it when I was taking care of something. I forget what I was doing. You were taking Mitchie for a walk. <laughs> That's right, we were taking our Iwanko for a walk. So with that, that is a quick rundown. Hopefully you guys learned something a little bit about the series. Um, again, we're going to be doing one of these each week, doing a rundown of what happened in that episode. Um, the next one should be a little bit shorter, and we can talk a little bit more about plot points. But hopefully you guys learned something. If you haven't watched Sun and Moon so far, uh, there's a couple websites you can go watch them with English subtitles. I think uh, Disney XD is pretty current. It might not be as current as the Japanese websites is, though. Um, And with that, that's the end of the Pokemon Rundown. All right, so thanks for joining us again after the Sun and Moon Rundown. If you fast-forwarded to this point, as we made a comment in the last one, um, catch up. If you want to watch the show, either find it on a website, uh, watch it, or wait for it to come out on... I think Disney XD is pretty current along with... um, 
Netflix only has oh Netflix doesn't have any episodes of X or of uh, uh, Sun and Moon yet. It's all just X, Y, and Z. No. But there's two episodes of Sun and Moon dubbed. I mean subbed in English. Dubbed in English, subtitled is where you guys watch it. Yeah, we sub it. In. <laughs> so with that. Um, next is our weekly discussion on the Pokemon Roundtable. This week's topic was brought up by Ami. She wanted to discuss something that's near and dear to her. She is a water fan. And what is this week's discussion, Ami? Top 10 water type Pokemon. From Ami. Yes. All right. So let's get with it, Ami. Who's your number 10? Number 10, Azumaru Shiny. Because... His color is gold, and ears, his ears are bent. It's it's cute and cool at the same time. Ah, and Azumarill is kind of a neat combination of water and fairy type. Um, not, there's not a whole lot of water fairy type Pokemon. I think there's Azumarill and then the new one. I guess there's a couple more than that. So, yeah. Okay, and then, Ami, you're number nine. Number nine. Kyle. Huh? Huh? Kyle? Keldeo? Oh, Keldeo. <laughs> um, just Keldeo. But his shiny is green, so it's like his tail is neat when he's shiny, so that's why. Ah, the art design on him is really kind of cool. He almost looks like a unicorn, and... uh yeah, his shiny version is really kind of very unique looking, right? Mm-hmm. You're number eight? Number eight is Top Fen. Ah, from Sun and Moon, one of the Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. Because it is Water Fairy is neat. So, wait. Oh, yeah. He's sticked in a cell. That's why it's neat. Ah, so again, his character design looks really kind of cool, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like a girl that's cupcake-cool, and it's in a cell. Ah, I know a lot of the um, Guardian Pokemon are kind of interesting looking. Like, they have big shields, and they put the shields together to accomplish something, and this one's shield is, is kind of cool looking, huh? Yes. All right, what's your number seven? Number seven, um... So... Mm. Oh, I can't pronounce this one either. It's a legendary. It's uh, Susaline. I know what it is. Just It's like a legendary and it can mega evolve. It's like a flying type. It's like a flying type, but it's only water type. So, um, It almost looks like a panther or a cheetah, right? It's like the one that's in... Hoopa, if you've seen it, and <coughs> um, um, Hoopa, bad Hoopa got it, and it just blasts into the water at the end. Ah, okay, but yeah, it's definitely. I think a lot of Ami's top ten so far is because of the character design. Like it's really kind of neat looking, not so much the effectiveness in battle or anything else, but how cool they look, right? Mm, yeah. All right, well, what's your number six? Number six, Oswald. Uh, his cell on his tummy is neat because he can take it off and do cell attack. 
and his tail is so small. It's so cute. Ah, so Oswald is kind of an interesting character design too because he almost like he comes with a weapon. Yeah. And his evolved forms are really cool too. I think um, uh, the uh, when Oswald evolves, he gets then two shells that he can use and then his his third evolution, it almost is like he's uh, in armor. Like the shells kind of come down on his hips and he looks really powerful. I guess he also has one of the highest hit points of any water type Pokemon. Number five. Number five, Plup Plup. Oh, the cute little penguin Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Wait, you forgot one of Oswald. His scarf is puffed up like where his head is. Oh, it looks like he has a scarf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so number five. Plup Plup, um, his dots on his tummy is cute. His face, um, his face is like um, he has a f- like a triangle on his head mm-hmm. and then his cape he has a cape it looks like a cape ah uh, i think his character design it almost looks like he has uh, like a jacket on and the little buttons on his tummy well are buttons yeah uh-huh number four kyoga and why do you like kyoga Be- because it's a wait oh this one is better. Okay. It's a water type, but it flies. So that's neat because it's a water type that can fly. Yeah, that's kind of rare combination. The water fairy isn't as rare, I think, as water flying, huh? Yeah, but it's not water flying. It's just water, but it looks like it's water flying because it can fly. Ah, oh, I see, I see. What's number three? Squirtle. His cell is so tiny, it's so cute. Squirtle is pretty cute, huh? His tail is uh, like curled up, and it's hard to draw, but it's so cute. <laughs> okay, what's your number two? Number two, Plopleo. Ah, the new one from Sun and Moon, right? Mm-hmm. His tail is cute because he has like a heart, and his hands because he always claps. And his nose, because it's all pink. Ah, okay. And what about your number one? Mm. Oh, hold on. You have honorable mentions, huh? Uh-huh. Poliwag couldn't get on again. Toad, toad, toad the dial. And Stalio, Vaporeon, Gyarados, Mudkip, Lapras, Seal, and Rupa couldn't get in. Mm, you didn't have enough spots for those guys. Some of those Pokemon are really powerful. Some of them are really cute. But, yeah, I see where your top ten list is coming from. And what's your number one? Mega Blastoidus. That is a powerful Pokemon. And he's really kind of cool, huh? Mm-hmm. His pump on it, uh, the, uh, the big pump on his, ba- um, his back, his big cell, that's neat. And his ears, its his ears are not normal. It's really, like, old-looking. Okay. And then his hands. His hands has those booms. Like claws? No, no. It's, like, what he has on his back. Oh, kind of spikes. His, like, pumper. Oh, he has pumpers on his hands, so he can squirt water. Yeah, it's, like, 
<laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, that is Ami's top 10. Again, it seems like her top 10 is based a lot on aesthetics and how the Pokemon look and not so much their effectiveness, which is kind of fun. A lot of people give their top 10s when it comes to Pokemon, and it's, well, this one is good in battle because he gets this move at this level, and he has X number of hit points, and it's kind of fun just kind of thinking about the art style and how they were created and, and their different color combinations when they're shiny, huh? I thought of another one for Oswald. Why is Oswald so great? Is he going to move up the list to number five now, or is he still number six? He's still number six. But I like his not smile. He's like, mm. <laughs> he he doesn't smile, but he kind of has like this kind of pouty look on his face. Mhm. And he has his thoughts on his face. Yeah, Oswald is pretty cute. Well, that's the end of our Pokemon roundtable, um, and that comes to the last segment on the episode. It's going to be called the Pokey Closer. In this episode, or in this segment, what I do is I open up the Pokédex. I choose one random Pokemon, and I read the flavor text about it. So this week, I am clicking on Pokemon number 95. So first gen, his name is Onyx. Onyx has a magnet in its brain. It acts like a compass so that this Pokemon does not lose its direction while it is tunneling. As it grows older, its body becomes increasingly rounder and smoother. Now, talking about round-type Pokemon, what do you think about that? Who's joining us, Ami? Igglypuff. Igglybuff, but he speaks Japanese. I think she got stage right. <laughs> so, Poo Poo, what brings you to the show today? <coughs> your your mommy brought you to the show? No, she didn't. She just wandered in here on your own. What do you think about Onyx, Poopoo? Is Onyx a pretty tough Pokemon? Nah. You don't think Onyx is pretty tough? Onyx is huge. He's like this massive big snake that's made of rocks. You don't think that's pretty strong? I love it. All right, Poopoo. Well, I guess that's it for this week's Pokemon. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Ami, do you have anything to say to anybody who listened? Thank you for listening. And see you next time. Squirt! <laughs> Actually, that was Squirtle who was talking to you. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you tuning in. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have any advertising. So if you listen to this and you enjoyed it and you thought it was fun, tell a friend. I'll put the link uh, in whatever social media that I have so that way people can hopefully find it and listen to it and enjoy it as much as my girls enjoy Pokemon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Pepper, don't try to Poo-poo, stop eating a pencil. I gotta get this Pokemon under control. We'll see you guys next week.